Hello and welcome to this audio edition of the Ex-Mormon Files with host Earl Erskine. Thank you for joining us. On each episode of this program, Earl, a former LDS bishop, interviews a former Mormon guest about their journey out of Mormonism and into an authentic relationship with Jesus Christ. These stories are encouraging, fascinating, and often moving. For more information on the Ex-Mormon Files internet video program, please visit exmormonfiles.com. That's exmormonfiles.com. And now, here's Earl. I'm your host, Bishop Earl, and I thank God for this opportunity. And I thank the many volunteers who make this possible. I was a Latter-day Saint for over 60 years, and I have a love for the LDS people. Many of my family and friends are still in the church. But I hope they'll come to a saving relationship with Jesus and open the Bible and learn the things uh, of the Bible. I'd like to begin with a word of prayer. And um, our Father in heaven, we ask you to be with us tonight, that we'll be able to share a, a wonderful story, that people's hearts will be touched, and that your spirit will be with us and guide us. In Jesus' name, amen. I'd like to welcome tonight Gaylene Morley. Gaylene, nice to have you here with us. Yes, thank you. Um, tell us a little bit about your history as a Latter-day Saint. You were born in the church. I was born Ogden, Utah in the early 50s. I was born to birth parents and adopted parents. Well, I had birth parents, but then a few years later, a year later, I was uh, adopted to another part of the family. That was your aunt and uncle, was it? Yes, it was my aunt and uncle. Adopted to them. Okay. And I lived with them from there on out. Up to eight years old, I was baptized in the LDS church. I didn't understand the true meaning of what the baptism was. It kind of frightened me. I, uh, my adopted mom asked me. Uh, she got me a book that was talked about baptism. It helped me see what baptism really was, like, what is that? <laughs> I found out what it was, getting dunked in this, like a little tiny swimming pool and saying a prayer and then dunking you in the water and back up again. And uh, I uh, experienced being baptized in the yeah. LDS church. I've often wondered why the LDS don't, um, maybe for, for, for the records, have people baptized into the church as a Latter-day Saint. But then when you actually come to a relationship with Jesus, whether that would be at 18 or 16 or 30 or whenever you were, you would be, be baptized again as a, as a symbol or a representation to, the, to God that you were willing to follow him. Have you ever thought of that? Did you ever think that maybe you'd... At the time when I was being baptized, I didn't really understand who Jesus Christ was or the devil. I was never taught or brought up through the church of who they really were. It was kind of hidden from me. I just heard bits and pieces of Jesus Christ, this, and then hardly anything of the devil. Yeah. I had to learn a different way through primary and mutual. Well, you sang songs, I guess, in yeah. primary. And, and that, and I was a Sunday school teacher. And I learned more about Jesus Christ there Teaching, huh? Teaching, and then doing rural secretary work uh, in the Sunday school morning mm. hours. 
Yeah. Back then, they didn't have that three-hour meeting like they do now. It was Sunday school in the morning, sacrament afternoon, and then Tuesday and Wednesday nights. It was mutual. Yeah. And I would attend the mutual when I got up to being a teenager. I would attend the mutual. But I never still really understood who Jesus Christ was. Now, did you go to seminary? I went to a seminary. That's where I learned a little bit more about yeah. the books. Did you have a testimony of Joseph Smith? And did you believe, do you believe he was a prophet? and that he Sort of did. I wasn't yeah. really so sure about that. I learned from the Bible. I'll be honest. I learned from the Bible more in primary and mutual than I did any of those other books that the church has. The Book of Mormon and Doctrine yes, and Covenants. I didn't. It seemed like I learned scriptures in primary yeah. from the Bible, King James Version Bible. Okay. And did you, uh, then you went to, in high school again, you, did you take, so you said I you took, took seminary, seminary and, and I learned more about the gospel there. And Yes, and that's when I heard bits and pieces about Book of Mormon and the Pearl of yeah. Prize and Doctrine and Covenants. Yeah. Was there anything that ever you ever questioned when you were growing up like that about the church? Well, a few times there was a teacher in there one time in uh, the school I went to up north that... Uh, one of them was not saying true things, and they had to accidentally, not accidentally, they had to get rid of him because he was teaching false things. In the seminary? In the seminary class. Oh. And we couldn't understand what was going on. They wouldn't say the whole thing was going on. They don't tell the kids too no, much about don't. what's going on. Oh. So then as, as a young adult and into your 20s, you were still active in the church? I was sort of active up to... When I got out of high school, graduated out of high school in 71, and I, uh, 76, I lived with my adopted parents up to age of seven, and my adopted dad died of heart attack. My adopted mom died 62 of cancer. Wow. Then I went and lived with their oldest son, and his wife, and that was a, all I'm going to say. It wasn't a very easy life to live through. Oh. And I. Uh, now I know at some point you went through the. You were sealed in the temple. Yes. Uh, was, was that this? Uh, These two people that did it to me. They did the proxy part. The lady played the woman, my adopted mom, and the man played my father. And. It was down here in the Salt Lake Temple where I was sealed to them for time and eternity, just like being married, but they do the marriages in there. Mm -hmm. But it's just doing a prayer and kneeling at the altar. And How many were there of you? Just, uh, just you? Just me. There was others, but uh, they were adopted out when I was adopted out when I was little. Oh. I stayed with the... Uh, I stayed with my birth mom for a while, and then my adopted, my birth mom's brother took me over, adopted me and his part of the family, and I stayed with them up till, like I said, he died in 58 of a heart attack, and my mom died in 62 mm. of cancer. And I went and lived with my brother and his wife in another town. Yeah. So when was it you went through the temple? Do you remember the date? I don't that? remember the day or okay. year. I just but, remember 
when I was in there, I was told, don't say anything. Keep your mouth quiet. Just don't say anything. It's none of anybody's business on what goes on in here, out there. You don't need to tell anybody in high school either. <laughs> so it was just planted in my head, so I never said another thing about it. You weren't supposed to say anything. Right. Yeah, I remember you also saying that you had been baptized for the dead, so. Yeah. Did, How was that There experience? are two different feelings in that those buildings. Upstairs, it was a really wonderful, neat feeling. It was fantastic of a feeling. I, best way I can explain it. But down in the baptismal font room, it's a dead, dull feeling. There's just separate feelings in there. Then when Ogden Temple opened up, I got to do baptisms for the dead in there and uh, a couple few times. And when I got out of a session one time in there, I went back in again. And that time, it seemed like the door shut up and something wasn't right in there. And I ended up walking back out of that temple that day and didn't do that, didn't do baptisms for the dead anymore. Something just didn't feel something quite didn't right. Something didn't go huh? right that day. Oh. So after you had gone through uh, your time with this aunt and uncle, and wh wh what did you do after that? Got out on my own. My uh, aunt and uncle's oldest brother let me. They let me get out on my own, and I lived on my own for, for up to now. I lived on my own, and I was puzzling about the church. When I put a Book of Mormon tape in a cassette tape one machine, it ate up the Book of Mormon. <laughs> and then I put the Bible in, and the Bible played right. A King James Version Bible like tape. Like it was supposed to. And it worked just fine, but it ate up that book of Mormon. I go, okay. I <laughs> think I got my answer on that. <laughs> it just wrecked the book of Mormon tape. You were saying earlier <laughs> that you hadn't, didn't know much about Jesus back then. Did you learn more through seminary yes. and through when your I was out years? on my own, I got on, you know, when I got out on my own, I kind of <laughs> checked churches out like, I'd hear bits and pieces of Joseph Smith checking out these other churches too. But yet, he said he didn't believe in any other church was true or uh, any other church was right. Yeah. So I thought I'd play the game too. So I went and checked a Catholic church out and a Lutheran church out. And finally, I ran into another church I went to. And I stayed there for five years and I learned a lot more about the King James Version. Bible than I did when I was in the LDS church. What difference, what difference did you really notice between their teaching in the Mormon church and, the, and this other church? Well, in the sense of, did you feel like you got as much Bible teaching in the Mormon church, or did you no, feel like I you got more in the other I church? I feel like the other church I was in, I learned the Bible a lot more than I did in the LDS church. That's one thing I've noticed, at least, is that the, the other churches, the Christian church, they concentrate on the Bible. That's obviously... The pastor the, there was really nice to have Bible studies Wednesday nights, and I'd go there. I'd make sure I wouldn't miss a study, and I loved to go in Bible studies more than I did the Book of Mormon or Pearl Grey Prize or Doctrine and Covenants. I loved the Bible studies. And did it just kind of speak to you then? And yes, I felt, like the Lord, I felt like the Lord Jesus Christ was but talk to me from the Bible a lot more than any other book. Mm. Did you ever have a testimony of Joseph Smith then, or the Book of Mormon? I felt like I was only going along with what other people were saying about how they felt in the church, and then how my brother that I lived with felt 
felt at the time. So you're kind of going to the church because that's where you went. I went because that's where they wanted me to go. I went along with the whole well, so thing. tell us more about your time uh, with this other church, as you, the other Christian church you went to. What else did you experience? There? I had experience playing on road shows, not road shows. LDS Church had road shows I'd get into and play in too, do parts or, you know, dress up, be parts of a play. The Assembly of God Church did a Christmas pageant and it did an Easter pageant. And I got in both of those and helped helped uh, people that would come visit that church. That's how. That's the way I knew how to help share the gospel with somebody that came and uh, yeah. watched those programs. I loved doing that. Now, did you ever get baptized in a, in a Christian yes, church? Yes, I did. I, fi I finally, I don't remember what year it was, but that church, I, that Christian church I went to, I did get baptized in there. I said to the pastor, I'd rather be baptized under the true Lord Jesus Christ in some church because at the time I felt like I'm under Joseph Smith's church, not under Jesus Christ's church. So I feel to this day I feel like I'm under Jesus Christ. You've taken on yourself a, 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 a Christ and you're a Christian and you feel good about that. Yes, and while I've been out in the uh, out of the uh, in the Christian church, I had dreams. I want to share this where. I had dreams where I felt like the Lord came to me in a dream and gave me a hug. And then I had another dream where he came through clouds like he was showing me what he would do when he come back in the second coming. Wow. That was interesting of a dream, those two were. <laughs> and you never felt any of those things as, as a Latter-day Saint, I guess. No, I didn't. No. I had brothers, I had uncles and brothers that said, were fighting me before I got out of the eldest, left the eldest church. I had a dream where I was in a sacrament meeting and they were saying, pointing at a cross, that's not right, that's not right. I didn't know those uncles. I knew they were uncles from my one side of the family and I, I didn't know them, but they were saying, no, no, the cross is wrong, the cross is wrong, do not go there, but I wouldn't listen. And I went, it was a dream where I was in the old ward I used to be in Ogden. Well, those so, are special experiences. Yes. Do you think why? Why do you think God is sharing those with you? What do you? What message do you think you were supposed to learn from those? I feel like the Lord was letting me know when He came and gave me a hug that I felt. <laughs> I can think He loved. I was going through some some hard times, and I think the Lord came through my dream and gave me a hug to let me know he loved me. And then he was showing me what it was like when he comes in the second coming. He was definitely letting me know. I love that man. I'll never let him down ever again. Oh, that's beautiful. I, uh... She's been with me ever since. My adopted parents passed away. She's been with me ever since. And if it hadn't been for the Lord's showing me uh, Heart of the Matter and C-A-M-P-A-U-S. I don't think I'd be here tonight. I think the Lord was guiding me this direction. It's such a wonderful comfort when you turn your life over to Christ, isn't it? Yes, it is. 
and it gives you such a peace. Uh, I know you've been... Because I never had earth, par earth parents very long or adopted. My adopted parents and birth parents. I never got to know, know my birth parents. I didn't even know my doc. I knew my doctor parents only up to a certain age, and then they left too. Everything's kind of temporary except God. I felt like God took them away so I could find out what he was really like and why I haven't run into a man in my life is because uh, I would like guys more in the Mormon church than I would the Lord Jesus Christ. I would shut the Lord right out and not accept him. And I think he's let me know now what Jesus Christ is really like. He's a lot better of a bear than any human man right now. <laughs> well, he's someone we can trust. We can turn our lives over to him. We, we know he's there. We know we can count on him. He's paid for our sins, and he's given us his grace that uh, allows us to be free. I want to share something else right now. Back in November, I could have died. I was doing newspapers for the paper company up in Ogden. I could have died that morning. But the guy came up, put his hand over my mouth, said, I'll kill you if you scream. I said, something just popped up in my mind, and I said, in Jesus' name, leave me alone. Then I turned around and said, Satan, Jesus' name, get away from me. Right now, that guy just went. It's like that. And I went on the side of the cart. I turned around and looked at the guy. Please, people, believe this. That guy, I could have sworn I must have scared a demon out of that man because something might come out of his mouth. I just stood there in my mouth, huh? And the guy just, like he froze, and then he stood and he turned around and took off like a bat out of Timbuktu. <laughs> and... I said, Jesus loves you. Oh, that's a beautiful story. I had to so, share that. And you uh, called on Jesus' name and he protected you. Yes, LDS people, use it when you need it because it works. Jesus Christ will help protect you no matter if you're LDS or not. Anybody, he will. Well, you've had a wonderful uh, number of experiences, it sounds like, and it's drawn you closer to God. Uh, do you feel um, you feel like God's watching over you at all times? I do Isn't feel it? like He is. Well, I've been on my own for the past five, six, seven, eight years. I have some relatives I don't get along with right now. But if they ever can't just on TV, I want them to know I love them and wish they would come out of the Mormon church, but I know they won't. What? But I'll pray to God that you do. Why do you think it is, and I know you may not have touched or may not have touched on all these things in this show, but we have in the past few weeks, but um, why is it, do you think, that the Latter-day Saints don't study more, don't know more about their own doctrine and their own history? Why do you think that is? I think they just, they are, some, I feel like some of them just end up getting sucked into that belief, thinking that they're on the right track towards the Lord Jesus Christ. That's how I feel. And then they get told things about the Book of Mormon and Pearl Great Price and the Doctrine and Covenants. And I feel like they just get trapped in there. And they 
don't really know which way to turn. Yeah, and they don't really read the Bible with open eyes. A lot of them really don't believe the Bible's true. I've had a few people say, oh no, it's not. It's all been translated differently. <laughs> <laughs> and they believe that only really because Joseph Smith told them that. And uh, that seems strange, doesn't it? That God, God would say, heaven and earth will pass away, but my word shall not pass away. I have not felt right about Joseph Smith or Brigham Young people. I just don't like the idea of, I've read the Mormon bits and pieces of the Mormon massacre book. And it's really sad. There's a relative in there that I about fell over when I read bits and pieces of it. It helped that massacred those people down in southern Utah. Was your relative? It was a relative. It helped. I'm not saying the name, but it was a relative of years back. And those years that helped Brigham Young and them hurt those people down there in southern Utah. That yeah. I went and saw a movie they made a while back. And there was a lady that said, that's the actually thing that actually happened. Those poor people that were trying to go to California didn't make it. Because yeah. Brigham Young and those helpers did away with them. Yeah, we've, there have been a few tragic situations. Please don't be mad at me. I'm just sharing this with all of you LDS people and whoever. The, if you can find your best way of getting out of the LDS church, do it. Because it wasn't helpful for me. It just made me upset, and it stressed me out real bad. And I just had to get away from there and go somewhere else, and I felt a lot better in a Christian church. And I feel better coming down Sunday afternoons to this campus. Bible study more than I do anywhere else now. And to hear the Word of God yes. preached from the Bible. Well, what uh, what do you think um, the Mormons should, uh, if they have a question about their church, where do you think they should go? What should they... Uh, they should turn to the Lord Jesus Christ, pray to Him, open up the Bible, um, <laughs> start reading, well, read Ephesians... Six, Ephesians 6 verse 13 about the armor of God when I was talking about how the Lord protected me on the you don't have to have a full armor on you like metal you know armor and a shield and a hat you just say those words like I said and it works I feel like opening up the Bible and reading in John and the New Testament because I had more answers coming out of, out from the Bible than I have any other book. And my relatives that I lived with before I got out on my own, they kept trying to tell me the Book of Mormon, Book of Mormon, but I wouldn't listen to them. I just wanted to stay with yeah. the Bible. Yeah. Have you done much research now lately? On, in, I mean, you, you're confident in the Bible. Have you... You determined that it's accurate now, or that it's trustworthy, and you. I feel like it's the true word of God, and mm -hmm. it's trustworthy, and I get my answers from the Lord through there. And I have a favorite Christian, Charles Stanley. When I turn him on on certain days, uh, seems like the Lord's talking through Charles Stanley to me more too. Beside, and by reading the Bible too. Yeah. 
Let me ask you, when an LDS person would even consider walking into a church with a cross on it, uh, do you think they would actually do that? I won't say the person's name, but I tried to share. <laughs> there are LDS people out there that will not have anything to do with the, the cross. They're against it. And yet, and yet Paul taught that the cross was um, a symbol of, of the crucifixion, I mean, obviously the crucifixion of Jesus, that it, was, that it meant so much. And they preached the cross throughout the New Testament. Yeah, this seems like they don't want to bring up the subject about the cross. They would, because that was something to do with death. And uh, they don't want to have anything to do with the crosses on their, t their buildings or... But instead, the they have a man, a Moroni. An yeah, I know, and I don't feel like there's such. I don't feel like there's such a person as Angel Moroni. My mom, my mom that was married in the Salt Lake Temple, she was so tickled pink one time when she got married there. She, uh, I got married in the Salt Lake Temple underneath Angel Moroni, and I, oh well, so well, well, whatever. <laughs> it just didn't, I didn't even really take any care at the time. Yeah. Well, let me ask you just a couple of quick questions. Do you believe Mormons are Christian? Are Mormons Christian? I feel like sometimes LDS people are having a hard time believing who they really are under the power and authority of Joseph Smith and Brigham Young and the man that's the prophet now. They were, I feel like they would rather follow that man here in Salt Lake than the true Lord Jesus Christ. What do you think causes that? I mean, they, they have a lot of pride, the fact that they're the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, and yet the Bible, the biblical Jesus, isn't what they preach. I've said this, and I hope I don't make anybody angry with me, but I, if I could, I would change it to the Church of Joseph Smith of Latter-day Saints. Well, that's, <laughs> it's interesting you say that because that's kind of the theme I've been carrying with this show is that I, I really believe that Joseph Smith added so much. Like it says in Galatians, he actually preached another gospel. Like I talked to my relatives, the ones I lived with after my adopted parents died, that yeah. I kept telling them, all you guys know how to do is talk about Joseph Smith, Joseph Smith that, so Joseph Smith this. I just never could convince them that you ought to start listening, talking about Jesus Christ more. Every time I'd get around my one relative, she would not want to talk about Jesus. She'd want to talk, Joseph Smith! And she, her and her husband would try to put the Book of Mormon off on me and read that. And I'd read bits and pieces of it. Ten, eleven years ago, I ended up having uh, breast cancer and living under her roof for a while. I got through that ordeal, got better, but... Do you think, do you think the LDS are blind? I think they're blind and they're brainwashed. Okay, you can have a spiritual blindness, Yes, I you think. can. You can yeah. be brainwashed and told different things, too. Well, Gaylene, you've been delightful. You have a wonderful spirit and a wonderful testimony. I think you're going to reach a lot of people and sharing your stories, and I know there's a lot more you could share with us. You've had some ups, I love all you LDS people. ups and downs in your life, and I, I praise God that you've come through so well and that you're, uh, you have such a great spirit and a great attitude. Read the Bible.
<laughs> well, you heard it here first. <laughs> Read the Bible. Uh, we do want to remind you, LDS, that we, we do love you, we care about you, and I want you to think as you think about the choices that you're making and the, the, the things that you believe. Think about whether they're from Joseph Smith or, the, or, the, or Jesus Christ. Good night. We'll see you next week. This has been the audio edition of The Ex-Mormon Files. The Ex-Mormon Files is a production of Main Street Church of Brigham City. For information about this program, including past and current video episodes, please visit exmormonfiles.com. From there, you can also download audio episodes of this program. If you have an ex-Mormon story you would like to share, we'd love to hear from you. Please write us at contact at exmormonfiles.com. Thank you for listening, and we hope you'll tune in again soon. Thank you.